to want to be in that position, amen, to, to take, take for granted the privilege that we have to, to, to be able to just gather ourselves together and that in amongst, uh, amongst one another. And, and uh, the Bible says and reminds us and is a great reminder tonight that were these two or three gathered in that, uh, in that together in His name that He'd be there and that in the midst of them. And uh, so thankful tonight for uh, Lord, uh, each prayer request that's been made mention, everything that's been said and done this far and that in the service. And my goodness, it's a great need today for prayer. Amen. Uh, such a great need always have, always has been a great need and that for praying people and and prayers uh, to be lifted up to the heavenly father but uh, my goodness at a day that we live in today uh, where prayers should be on that essential list amen, amen. Uh, they uh, they done something there at work the other day that kind of uh, struck my funny I guess you could say uh, uh, they they deemed people uh, put a label on them I guess you could say uh, Essential workers, they have to be there uh, on uh, Friday and Saturday, and so they label them essential. Uh, but I'll tell you what, and that today, friend, there's a lot of things that we can label and say that it's essential that we do this or do that, uh, but I'm glad to know that prayer is still an essential asset amen. and that for the life of a child of God. Amen. I'm thankful for prayer, ain't you? Yeah. I'm thankful amen. that I have that, that direct line of communication. And that with the Heavenly Father. Amen. And we're thankful for that this evening. If you have your Bibles, do invite you to come with us uh, to the book of Jeremiah. The book of Jeremiah chapter number 11. Jeremiah chapter number 11. And that tonight in the Word of God, I want to share something with you that the Lord's given us this week. And uh, whether we preach and that to the fullest of our ability or if we come to a whisper tonight, I do want to try to be faithful in that unto God and share exactly with you what God has shared with us. Thankful for this book tonight, amen. amen. And uh, never want to take that for granted either. Uh, used to always say, uh, when somebody would ask me if I read books or enjoyed reading, I'd always say, no, I don't like reading. I'm not a good reader. Uh, but boy, I'm so thankful that God's given me a, an opportunity and the ability to be able to read His Word. Amen. And uh, I love reading this book. Yes, so uh, bear with us tonight, and we're going to read some scriptures here and uh, pray for us as we stand. And we may jump around a little bit here tonight uh, to get where we're going, uh, but I pray it's a blessing unto your heart. If you're in uh, Jeremiah chapter number 11, say amen tonight. Amen. Uh, and the Bible says in verse number 1, Jeremiah chapter number 11, it said the word... Uh, that came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, Hear ye the words of this covenant, and speak unto the men of Judah, and, and to the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and say thou unto them, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, Cursed be the man that obeyeth not the words of this covenant, which I commanded uh, your fathers in, that, in the day that I brought them forth, and out of the land of Egypt, and from, from the iron furnace, uh, saying, Obey my voice, and do them according to all uh, which I command you, so shall you be my people, and I will be your God, that I may perform and at the, oath, the oath uh, which I have sworn unto your fathers, and give them, and at a land flowing with milk and honey, and as it is this day, 
Then answered I and said, So be it, O Lord. Then the Lord said unto me, Proclaim all these words in the cities of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem, saying, Hear ye uh, the words of this covenant and do them. Verse number 7, For I earnestly protested unto your fathers, and that in the day that I brought them out of the land of Egypt, even unto this day, rising early and protesting, saying, Obey my voice. Verse number 8 says, Yet uh, they obeyed not, nor inclined their ear, but walked ev- uh, every one in the imagination of their evil heart. Therefore will I bring upon them all the words of this covenant, and uh, which I commanded them to do, but they did them not. And the Lord said unto me, A conspiracy is found among the men of Judah and among the inhabitants of Jerusalem. And they are turned back and at to iniquities of their forefathers and at which refused to hear my words. And they went after other gods to serve them. And the house of Israel and the house of Judah have broken my covenant which I made with their fathers. Therefore thus saith the Lord, Behold, I will bring evil upon them and at which they say not, and at be able to escape, shall not be able to escape. And though they shall cry, and at unto me, I will not hearken, and at unto them. Then shall the cities of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem go, and cry unto the gods, and at unto whom they offer incense. But they shall not save them at all in the time of their trouble. For according to the number of the cities, and at where thy gods of Judah... O Judah, and according to the number of the streets of Jerusalem, have you set up altars, and that to that shameful thing, even altars, to burn incense unto Baal. Therefore pray not thou, thou for this people, neither lift up, and at a cry or prayer for them, for I will not hear them in a time that they cry unto me for their trouble. Father, as we bow our heads tonight... We thank you for the opportunity to stand, uh, Father, behind this sacred desk. And Father, I thank you for the opportunity, God, and that to be able to preach and at what thus saith and at the Lord. Father, I thank you for the opportunity, God, and that to walk through the doors of your house. And Father, I thank you, Lord, and that for the opportunity, God, to uh, stand and that in amongst of a congregation of people tonight, uh, saved and born again, and that by your Son's precious blood. Father, I thank you, uh, Father for the fellowship, uh, uh, God, that we've had in that menu, Father, together uh, this week. And Father, I thank you for the prayers and the supplication of the saints of God, uh, Father, that has prayed for us, Father, uh, Lord, in these days, Lord. And I thank you, uh, Father, Lord, and that, that uh, God, that prayer is still powerful uh, and that when you are on the other end. And Father, I thank you, uh, God, and that tonight, Father, for uh, uh, Lord being so good and that under me in my life. And, and Father, I ask you, God, in these moments and these hours of these days, every move I make, every word that I speak and utter, Father, from these lips, God, I would be pleasing, God, and that unto you. And Father, Lord, if there is error in my life, Father, that you would reveal it unto me, God, that you would show me, God, in my heart, Father, Lord, and that the error of my ways. And Father, I ask you, Lord, as you've dealt with our heart already bountifully, Father, in these scriptures, that you would speak, God, and that to the hearts of the people, Father, and that, Lord, 
Lord, here tonight, Lord, in a, a cross-sermon audio, Father, as you've blessed us with that ministry as well, uh, Father, that you would take and uh, send your word across the airwaves, Father, and into the hearts and, uh, and that of the people. Father, we thank you, uh, Father, for this precious word. I uh, thank you, Father, for still speaking just as strong as you've ever spoke, God, and that today and that to our hearts. Father, we love you. We thank you. We praise you. And Father, I'll not fail to thank you for your son and the blood shed on Calvary. And Father, I thank you for an empty tomb and an empty cross and a throne this morning or this evening that is full. And uh, Lord, I thank you so much, Lord, and that for allowing me, God, and that to be and that a part of the family of God. I love you, Lord, and I praise you. Help us now. And we ask you saying in Jesus' name and God's people said... Amen and amen. You may be seated tonight. Thank you uh, for standing. I want you to bear with us for just a moment. I share with you what the Lord has laid upon our hearts and in our hearts this week. And I begin to think about as Jeremiah spoke with the Lord there in chapter number 11 and all how, boy, I love to read about how God and that used Jeremiah, how the Lord and that had a great purpose, amen, and a great calling upon the life of Jeremiah. And God used Jeremiah in such a a, 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 a individual, personal way, and in a way, dear friend, that uh, really made people stop and and look. I guess you could say, and that God gave Jeremiah a word and that to speak, Amen, and proclaim. Uh, but I want you to see something about uh, the life of Jeremiah that I've looked at oftentimes before. But uh, God has put such a great emphasis uh, and that opponent in that in our lives this week, and that is uh, the chapter number eleven and verse number 1 says uh, uh, that there was something came to Jeremiah in those days and it was nothing more uh, than the word of the Lord. And we find that in verse number 2 uh, and that the Lord spoke unto him and he said, Hear ye the words of, uh, of this covenant, of the words that God would speak and that unto him uh, and that, that he would speak and that unto the people uh, of Judah and of uh, Jerusalem. In verse number 3, the Lord spoke and he said, uh, saying, to them, thus saith the Lord God of Israel, cursed be a man that, and that, that obeyeth not the words of, of this covenant. He said, which I commanded thy fathers, and that in the day that I brought them out of the land of Egypt, and that from the iron furnace, saying, obey my voice, and do them, and do them according, and that to which I commanded you, so shall you be my people, and I will be and at your God. God went on in verse number 5 and said that I will perform and at the oath and at which I have sworn unto your fathers to give them a land flowing with milk and honey as it is in this day. Then answered I and said, this is Jeremiah speaking, and he said, so be it, O Lord. And he said, then the Lord spoke to him and began to proclaim and at the words and that give him the words that he would give and that unto Judah and Jerusalem and, and told him to say here ye the words of this covenant and at verse number 7 I want us to listen to this and that it said for I earnestly protest unto your fathers and that in the day that I brought them up out of the land of Egypt even in this day the rising early and protesting saying obey my voice and verse number 
obeyed it said yet they obeyed not nor did they even incline their ear but walked everyone in that in their imagination of their evil heart therefore listen what he said he said I'll bring upon them all the words of the covenant which I commanded them to do but they did them not and that friend is the Lord spoke to Jeremiah concerning and at the sin and the things that was going on and that there in Judah and Jerusalem friend I found something and that great about the life of Jeremiah and that friend there was something deep inside of Jeremiah a friend that drove him and that to be the fullest of his ability for God and that he wasn't looking to please man he wasn't looking to please and at the of the rulers of this world but friend Jeremiah was looking for nothing else but to please and at the one and only true and living God he was looking to please and at Jehovah amen and he was looking to please the very one that had called him to the purpose of Jeremiah's life I want us to see this dear friend and that tonight we find that Jeremiah was a man full of obedience Jeremiah was a man I believe and that with all of my heart from the reading of this book was a man that was absolutely consumed and filled with obedience unto his Lord and that he loved the Lord amen he was willing to go the extra mile he was willing to say and to do and that in the things in other people and that would not say and do Jeremiah did not hey friend I don't know that he had great abilities as far as and had things he could physically do but I'll tell you what he did have an ability to do that the Lord gave him was to speak the Lord gave him a great ability brother Dave to proclaim and that what thus saith the Lord and I want to say this dear friend hey listen and that Jeremiah he wasn't concerned about hey now I'll just go ahead and get to where we are today friend he wasn't concerned about the tabloids or what everybody else was talking about or what the trends was or what was the big thing amen so to say but Jeremiah was just worried and concerned and that for sharing hey listen the word of God and that unto a people a friend that was and that of his own flesh and blood that had turned their backs turned their faith amen and had absolutely and that turned away and that from God and friends so I want you to see this tonight Jeremiah was full and that of obedience tonight I want to preach a little bit on that obedience that Jeremiah had friend boy I wish brother Dave that I could have just an ounce of what Jeremiah had and that I'm not saying that tonight hey friend listen and that just to be saying it but friend I'm telling you in my heart of hearts and conviction and that being in my soul I wish I could have just an ounce amen of the of the, the drive amen that Jeremiah had a friend to stand no matter hey listen what was going on no matter how much the people would reject Jeremiah no matter how many turned deaf ear no matter how many would curse Jeremiah hey friend run his name through the mud make fun of him mock him to scorn friend Jeremiah and that would do 
and say as the Lord would say and to do. Friend, I've looked and read many stories and out of the life of Jeremiah and the things that the Lord would have Jeremiah to say and do. And my goodness, I tell you, if a preacher was to stand today and that in most churches, friend, they'd be run right down the road. Amen. But can I say this? Thank God for an obedient man. And that Jeremiah was exactly that. Let me just give you, I'm not going to get into a whole lot of stories of Jeremiah, but I'll give you one just a couple chapters over. And that really God just seared in my heart. And that just to think, as the man of God stood firm, friend, listen now. But I also want to see something before we go there about the life of Jeremiah. Friend, I believe what made Jeremiah such an obedient man was, friend, he had a great humbleness and that about him. Friend, I believe that where there's humbleness, friend, there'll be a great desire burned within the very heart and soul of that being. Friend, I want you to think about it tonight. And that I say sometimes the Lord will humble us and that in peculiar ways. Sometimes the Lord will break us down and that inch by inch, step by step, and do things in that that will bring us to a point of humbleness. Friend, I know a few things the Lord's done in my life that brought me to a place of surrender and to be humble. And that I used to, I can recall back when I first started preaching the gospel. Friend, I was so sick. I'm still sick. You ask my wife. Every time I get ready for church, Doug, I'm sicker than a dog. But friend, I'll say this. I'll never forget when I first, the very first message I ever preached and that it was recorded at Mount Calvary Baptist Church on DVD. And I'll tell you, I ain't watched the thing since. Amen. I was so sick. I was scared to death. Nerves was overtaking me. But friend, I'll tell you what God done in the midst of all that. Nervous, nervousness and sickness. Friend, as he broke me down to a level where I couldn't rely on anything else but what God was saying. Amen. And that I didn't rely upon my own thoughts because they were so scattered. Amen. I couldn't tell you which way to go. But friend, when I came to that place of surrendering, saying, God, I can't do this. I don't want to do this. But if God, you'll put it in me and God, you'll speak it and God, you'll give me the drive to continue on. Then God, with the ability you've gave me, you see tonight, I've not got anything and that except for what God has given me in my life. And He gave me the ability. I don't know why and I don't understand it, Dave. But He gave me the ability and that to proclaim the gospel of Christ. I don't understand why me. And I question it a lot of times. But I thank God that I know with the assurity in my heart of what God's done in my life. And that friend, I can thank Him tonight. And it brings me even more to a place of humbleness. And that friend, there's many different things the Lord will use to bring you to a place of humbleness. And that, But I believe one of the main things and that what made Jeremiah so obedient unto God was the humbleness that God gave him. And that the Bible calls him the lay, a lay meaning prophet. Amen. And that he would cry over the people. He, he would lay men. Amen. He would wail and weep. And 
it over his people. Uh, friend, and I believe that that brought even uh, and that's so much more of a drive uh, and that into Jeremiah's life uh, uh, to bring obedience uh, and that from God uh, and that to him. Uh, can I see? Uh, can I show you this? Uh, and that tonight, friend, uh, and that read some scriptures here uh, and just try to uh, give you what the Lord's give us in that order. Amen. Uh, uh, but in chapter 13, uh, and that boy, I'm telling you, I'm blown away. Uh, and that by the message uh, and that of what God gave. Uh, and that Jeremiah there in chapter 13, uh, and that listen to the words. Uh, and out of this scripture, in verse number one, it said, Thus saith the Lord unto me, Go and get thee a linen girdle, and put it upon thine loins, and put it not in the water. He said, So listen at the obedience. So I got the girdle, according to the word of the Lord. He done exactly what he said, and he went on to do it, and by his actions, he said, And put it on my loins. He said, In the word of the Lord, and and that came unto me a second time saying take the girdle that thou hast got which is upon thy loins and arise and go to Euphrates and hide it there in a hole of the rock. Listen at the obedience so I went and I hid it by Euphrates and that by the obedience he did as the Lord commanded me. In verse 6 it said it came to pass after many days that the Lord said unto me arise go to Euphrates and take the girdle from thence which I commanded thee to hide there. Then I went to Euphrates and I digged. And it said and took the girdle from the place and that where I had hid it and behold the girdle was marred. It was profitable for nothing. And then the word of the Lord came unto me saying thus saith the Lord after this manner and that will I mar the pride of Judah and the great pride of Jerusalem of this evil people which refuse to hear my words which walk in that in the imaginations of their heart and walk after their other gods to serve them and to worship them shall even be as this girdle and that which is good for nothing now this is the Lord speaking and that unto Jeremiah and that in verse number 11 said for as this girdle cleaveth to the loins of man of a man so have I caused to cleave unto to me the whole house of Israel and the whole house of Judah saith the Lord that thou they might be unto me for a people and for a name for a praise and for a glory and that but they would not hear therefore thou shalt speak listen what the Lord asks Jeremiah to do and he said therefore thou shalt speak unto them this word thus saith the Lord God of Israel every bottle shall be filled and that with light, with wine and they shall say unto thee do you not certainly know that every bottle shall be filled with wine and that when thou shalt say unto them thus saith the Lord behold I will fill all the inhabitants of this land even the king sit upon David's throne and the priest and the prophets I know this is a lot of scripture by with me and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem with drunkenness and I will dash them one against another and that even 
when the fathers and the sons together saith the Lord he said I'll not have pity nor spire nor have mercy and that but destroy them and at verse 15 he said hear ye and give ear and be not proud for the Lord hath spoken boy you talking about a sermon amen and that friend I guarantee that he didn't get no applause either amen and that but friend he done and he spoke as the Lord had spoken unto him friend can you imagine and let's just back up friend and here just a moment and that that girdle you just want to get technical tonight and that's a piece of undergarment amen and friend he took and buried that thing in a hole it became dirty and no doubt it became ratty amen from being many days there by the river river Euphrates think about the moisture content amen that would be drawn into the soil and that there by the river and friend I begin to think and that how nasty amen how dirty amen that that girl must have been and that in that moment when Jeremiah went back and had to do as the Lord commanded and to dig that girdle back up from whence he buried it but look friend and that he told Jeremiah that he should speak and that there and do Jerusalem and Judah that they was as this girdle a linen girdle friend I can't imagine boy the looks that Jeremiah must have got I can't imagine friend the hatred amen the people probably had toward the man of God but then God goes a step further and he tells Jeremiah to tell him that they'd be as the wine bottles amen filled with wine and that dashed together amen and destroyed utterly friend God was sending out a warning amen and that unto Judah and Jerusalem because of their evil imaginations because of their sin because of their wrongdoing because of the disobedience that they had unto God friend can you imagine to speak the words that Jeremiah spoke and that to the people there that day friend could you imagine being in those shoes and having the attention Jeremiah surely gathered amen but you know what Jeremiah done Jeremiah just went on speaking as the Lord commanded and that I see such a great obedience amen and that through what not only and that listen the humbleness that was prepared in the heart of Jeremiah but friend also and that the obedience through the action of Jeremiah and that he didn't just say he was going to do it and didn't do it but friend he told the Lord he'd do it and he followed through with it amen but can I say this tonight unto you my friends and that that Jeremiah Jeremiah, a friend, he done it because he had a heart for the people. Amen. He loved and at the people and out of his heritage. The very ones, amen, that he had been placed in that generation with. A friend, listen, and out of the inhabitants of of Judah and Jerusalem. But friend, can I say unto you tonight, and that friend, listen, the word of God says, and that how could they hear 
without a preacher. Friend, listen. The Bible says, and I don't you don't get me wrong, please. I'm not lifting me up. I am the least. Amen. And to stand behind the pulpit of God and try to do anything for Him. But the Bible said, precious are the feet and that that would carry the gospel. Friend, I don't claim to be anything. Friend, listen. And Jeremiah surely did not claim to be anything. But I tell you what I do want to be. Amen. And that in my life. And that is obedient unto my Father which is in heaven. I want to be obedient. Amen. And that unto God. I want my life to show. And that that God has led me in every aspect. That God has used me. And not me using myself. But I want to be obedient. Amen. And that and be used as. And that God would see it fit. And that was Jeremiah's desire. That was his drive. No matter what it took. No matter what God spoke. No matter what the circumstances. Jeremiah was willing to obey. Boy, that just... We talk about it and and these things of how it was in the old days and and the authority, amen, that was had. Uh, but, but friends, listen today, and that the uh, the the authority of the word of God is ridiculed. It was it's mocked, amen, and that it's laughed to scorn. And that there is those that are very respectful, amen. And that in my workplace, and that towards uh, and that the man of God or the word of God. Uh, but friend, listen, uh, there is also those uh, uh, and that uh, many crowd uh, and uh, that will laugh and that at the uh, even the mention of the word of God uh, or, or the uh, the word of preaching uh, uh, friend they think it's unprofitable uh, unprofitable but uh, uh, the Bible says uh, uh, friend listen uh, and that, that the the preaching of the gospel and that is foolishness unto them yeah, that yeah. perish uh, uh, friend I'll say this uh, and that tonight I'm thankful a uh, uh, friend that I've partook uh, and I've I've eaten a man and out of the word of God and I've seen the goodness yes it's hurt me many times and yes it's been rough sometimes on my hide brother Doug but thank God that it's helped me and that friend yes it's hurt me but thank God it's helped me much more friend no matter how much the hurt is and that friend I thank God for preachers in my life that would stand flat footed and backbone and that just as sharp as steel amen I would stand up, Brother Dave, and preach with the authority of God. And friend, listen, and not apologize for it, and not back down from it, amen. But stand upon the foundation which was written in the volume of a book. Friend, thank God. And that for the word of God, of the commandment, of the covenant, amen. And that that God has given us, and that in the volume of pages in a book. And friend, I thank God. And it's not just a book. Amen. And I may run me a rabbit real quick right here. But thank God, friend, that it's a living word. And the Bible itself speaks that Jesus was the word. The word became flesh and it dwelt among men. Amen. Thank God. Friend, that it ain't just a book on a shelf. A novel to be read. But it's alive with every page. Amen. And that it is the word that was spoken from, from by God 
And we can, we can possess it. We can have it. Amen. We can, we can cherish it. Thank God. Thank God tonight. Amen. That we can partake with it. And, and I begin to think about how Jeremiah was not ever ashamed. Amen. And that there was times when Jeremiah wanted to curl up in the fetal position. Amen. And that because I'm sure of the, uh, uh, of the oppression, amen, against him. Uh, but thank God, and I say it many times, uh, and that they tell you it was more on Jeremiah's side uh, than was on the side of those uh, that was against Jeremiah. Uh, the Lord was on Jeremiah's side and Jeremiah was on the Lord's side. Uh, and friend, I say thank God tonight uh, and that the Jeremiah just stood firm. And was obedient. And was obedient. Let me give you some scriptures tonight. And that just uh, just a few scriptures here, and then we'll uh, make mention of some other things the Lord has uh, laid upon our hearts. Uh, and that, but I want us to see this, uh, and that in uh, Romans uh, six and sixteen, uh, and that tonight we read uh, uh, the Bible. So let me back up a few verses here. I don't want to uh, miss the good stuff. Amen. It's all good, uh, and that the whole thing's good. Amen. Uh, and that, but look what it says. Uh, uh, let me start reading uh, in verse number nine of chapter six of Romans. Uh, uh, knowing that Christ being raised from the dead dieth no more and death hath no more dominion over him uh, and that for in that he died he died unto sin once uh, uh, but in that living uh, liveth uh, he liveth uh, and that he liveth unto God likewise reckon ye also uh, yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin uh, and but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord uh, and that let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body uh, uh, that ye should obey and that listen it's telling you what not to obey and that you should obey it in the lust thereof in verse number 13 neither yield your, uh, ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin but yield yourselves unto God and that as those that are alive from, dead, from the dead and your members are instruments of righteousness unto God and verse number 14 for sin shall not have dominion over you. Did you hear that child of God tonight? Your sin does not define you and it does not reign over you. Amen. But when you died in Christ, you arose alive, a brand new. And that being freed from sin. Amen. And that it said it will not have dominion over you. For you are not under the law but under grace. Thank God. Amen. That we're under grace and not by the law. Because if we was under the law, I surely would have done been punished, amen, unto death for my sin. But because grace come in and I was grafted in with the Gentiles, thank God tonight grace, and that is, and that over me, and that in verse number 15 said, what then? Shall we sin because we're not under the law, but under grace? God forbid. And at verse number 16, look what it says. Know ye not that to whom you yield yourself servants and that to obey and that his servants ye are to him ye obey whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness boy I like verse number 17 it said but God be thanked that ye were the servants of sin but ye have obeyed from the heart of that form and that form of doctrine
doctrine which which was delivered you being then made free from sin you become servants of righteousness thank God friend and at tonight hey listen we're not defined by who we used to be if you're a child of God but thank God friend that we can be defined and that as a servant and that being obedient unto the will of God and that in our lives friend I want to say thank God that God gives us a great opportunity and ability to be servants for Him to obey what He says Doug and that is a privilege Amen Amen some people may look at that and say well and that if you're to be under somebody else or to be a servant to someone else then that's weakness the Lord and that friend does not see it that way but he sees it friend he called us Sister Judy and that he called us heirs and joint heirs with the Lord Jesus Christ and that he brought us into the adoption amen thank God for that and I want to say this friend tonight and that being a servant and that does not make you weak this world views it today and that is if you bow to anyone other than yourself then you're weak and that if you would bow a knee amen to serve another they see that as a form of weakness but I thank God friend that a soldier in the army of Christ and that is the strongest soldier amen when they're on their knees friend it's not the ammunition and that artillery amen and that of a a, 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 I guess you could say a, a physical thing but it is a spiritual artillery and even ammunition that we a friend could show love that we could bring kindness a friend that we could be long suffering as Christ was long suffering amen that we could show forth the fruit of the spirit I know this is a lot tonight amen but to sum it all up and to bring it back down to where we was at and that is wouldn't it be good tonight if we could all and that as a child of God as a body of Christ as a saved born again believer and that set aside from denomination and that listen friend and remove all barriers and come together as the body friend with that artillery with that weapon and that of the sword which is the word of God and to stand and not and that upon our feet and fight but to bow upon our knees and to fight the spiritual warfare being completely obedient unto God boy I know that's a lot tonight to take in I didn't lose nobody did I amen that's a lot. I know the Lord's giving it to me as fast as I can give it out. Amen. Uh, but friend, tonight, uh, thank God uh, and that we can be blessed uh, to be a servant. Uh, friend, I thank God tonight uh, that the Lord would allow me to serve. Uh, and that, amen, Him. Uh, I'm glad tonight that I could offer a service. Uh, and that as, as little as I feel uh, and as inconven- inconvenient uh, as I feel in my life sometimes, uh, uh, that sometimes I'm just in the way. Uh, Oh, but friend thank God oh, that God don't see me that way and friend no matter what my feelings are I'm thankful for the feelings oh, that God has toward me oh, that he would want to use me and that is small as I am boy I like that I like that song that Kay says sings amen as small as I am and, uh, and, and I think about that and 
I used to think about it when Kay would sing. She's she's a small person. She's short, amen. And I, I used to think about it like that until I got a more spiritual insight. Yeah. Uh, that that it's it's not it's not about how small you are, uh, or no matter how big you are, or anything like that. No matter how tall or or what it is, God sees us all the same, amen. amen. And that that we're all an instrument. We're all and that's something God can use. Through our obedience for what? His glory. He didn't use Jeremiah in the forms and the way that he used him to bring Jeremiah any glory. He didn't give it to Jeremiah that Jeremiah be lifted up. But he gave it to Jeremiah that God would be exalted. That there would be a, a solemn warning, amen. And, and you can you can look at Jeremiah's message, the things that he would give the people, his messages. And friend, there wasn't no happy messages in Jeremiah's deliveries. There wasn't any of this. Whatever makes you feel good, or 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 sugar coating, amen. Oh, I know you sin. It's gonna be okay. It wasn't none of that. It was it was rough preaching. Is what it was, and uh, and Jeremiah stood firm. Today, I wonder if sometimes preachers, and I'll say this tonight on 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 my behalf, on Dave's behalf, we're preachers, we're ministers, and sometimes if we ain't real careful, Dave, you you know what I'm talking about. The flesh will get in the oh, way yes. of what God, God wants help, said. God help, yes. That's a battle that I constantly fight because I'm flesh. And my thoughts sometimes want to be said instead of what God wants said. And that's where we got to be so careful. And we've got to have that humbleness. And that humbleness will bring that obedience. And, and I, I read Jeremiah's uh, his, his stories and, and, and what took place in Jeremiah's life. And Jeremiah, he, he, even, he was there and he gave the story of the the potter's house. And, and Jeremiah knew what it meant to be molded and made and used as the Lord would have him. Yes, I wonder if Jeremiah ever thought, Lord, are you going to give me anything that would make somebody just shout? <laughs> have you thought about that? Always need that give me something that the people can rejoice over. You know, today we can stand and we can preach salvation all day long and people can rejoice. I'm saved, I'm saved, I'm not going to hell. Yeah. But Jeremiah continuously stood and didn't give what Jeremiah wanted to give, but give what God wanted the yes, people amen. to have. Yeah. And what did that do? Boy, I'm sure it made a lot of people mad. I'm sure it probably hurt a lot of people's feelings. Yeah. It probably wasn't an easy pill to swallow or... It's probably a tough uh, piece of meat to try to chew. But thank God for that man's obedience. Thank God that he was willing to stand. And I, and I thought the other day, I was thinking, <clears throat> I thought about some great preachers that have kind of been a great influence in my life, that's made an impact in my life. And I thought, no, of course, no doubtedly, my pastor, Gerald Lynn, and I thought about Barney Tipton who just passed away this, this last year from the COVID. I thought, about, I thought about Michael McLemore who 
Pastors 411 <clears throat> Chapel in Madisonville, who was, who was my first pastor getting back into church before I was saved. I thought about, I thought about those, those men that I've seen, Brother Doug, stand and time and time again and was completely obedient yes, and was not being that way just because that's what they wanted, but it was because what God wanted. Right, <laughs> People don't understand that today. You share something the Lord has gave you on your heart and people get mad. They get tore up, plumb sideways, amen. But you know what? They probably did the same thing when Jeremiah spoke. Yes, they did. But, you know what? Feelings probably hurt. People probably going to reject you. But you know what? God said that His Word would not return unto Him void. What God speaks is going to stand. What God sends is concrete. Amen. And so thank God, not just pastors, not just, not just ministers, but, but deacons and lay members, just the old, old ordinary Joe, amen, that loves to tell people about Jesus. Amen. <laughs> the obedience, amen, will go further than anything. The obedience for God that we would show toward God, and that, friends, I mean, will move mountains. Amen. Let me give you this scripture and that tonight. Uh, we'll be done here in just a moment. 2 Corinthians 10 and 5. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to back up. Uh, five's my main scripture, but let me back up a few verses and read what Paul wrote. 10.1 said, Now I, Paul, myself beseech you by the meekness and gentleness of Christ, who in presence am based among you, but being absent am bold towards you. But I beseech you that I may not be Bold when I'm present with that confidence uh, wherewith I think to be bold against some which think that of us as if we walked according to the flesh. Verse number 3 said, For though we walk in in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons, and this is going back to that artillery and that stuff I was talking about. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Yes. Verse number 5, where we really want to look right here tonight, it says, casting down imaginations. What did God say about Judah and Jerusalem? He said that they had evil imaginations. Right. We talked a little bit about that the other day where it said their imaginations were evil continually. And so it says, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Verse number 6, And having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your disobedience is, or when your obedience is fulfilled. Verse number 7, Do you look on things after the outward appearance? 
If any man trusts to himself that, that he is Christ, let him himself think this again, that as he is Christ, even so are we Christ's. Yes. For though I should boast somewhat more of our authority, which the Lord hath given us for edification and not for your destruction. I want you to hear that again. He said, more of our, he said somewhat more of our authority, which the Lord hath given us for edification and not for destruction. So when a hard message comes and when there's, when there's a word given that, that really rubs you Raw, amen, so to say. It's not done for your destruction. It's done to edify you. To lift you up. Yeah, it may hurt, but friend, it'll help you and it'll bring you up. It'll give you that leadership and it'll give you that guidance and that direction in your life. The chastising hand of God, hey man, don't, it don't mean that He's, he's just going to smack you down and smack you down, but it means that He's correcting you to bring you up. Amen. So he says, for education and not for destruction, he said, I should not be ashamed. And so tonight, friends, just, just going back, I'm going to read you one more verse of Scripture and then we're going to be done tonight. Betty, if you'll get us a verse of invitation, I just want us to sing one verse tonight and if somebody has something uh, they want to come to the altar and pray about, then uh, that we want to give that opportunity. And, but I want us to look here in 1 Samuel chapter uh, number 15. <clears throat> and it says in verse number 16, Then Samuel said in that unto Saul, Stay. Did I say the chapter? Chapter 15 of 1 Samuel. In verse number 16, Then Samuel said unto Saul, Stay, and I will tell thee what the Lord has said unto me this night. And he said unto him, Say on. And Samuel said, When thou wast little in thine own sight, wast thou not made the head of the tribes of Israel. And the Lord anointed thee king over Israel. And the Lord sent thee on a journey and said, Go and utterly destroy and at the sinners of the Amicalites and fight against them until they be consumed. Wherefore then didst thou not obey? Didst thou not obey the voice of the Lord? But didst fly upon the spoil and didst evil in the sight of the Lord. And Saul said unto Samuel, Yea, I have obeyed the voice of the Lord. Friend, I want to say the same in the life of Saul. There's people today and that are saying that I have obeyed God and that, but, but the evil that they've done and that it does not bear witness, amen, with something that, that the Lord would say to do. And that the Lord told a very plain Saul what he was to do, and he was to destroy all the inhabitants of the Amicalites that was there in the camp. But look, he said, I have obeyed the voice of the Lord, and I have gone out of the way which the Lord sent me. And I have brought Agag, and that the king of the Amalek, and have utterly destroyed the Amicalites. But the people took and had of the spoil and the sheep and the oxen, the chief, and the things which should have been utterly destroyed to sacrifice unto the Lord thy God in Gilgal. Verse number 22 is where we want to finish at tonight. It said, And Samuel said, Hath the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord. Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice. 
And that was said in a day when sacrifice was so important. Those was, those was big words, amen. But look, he said, Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to hearken than the fat of rams. So today, friends, I want to challenge us all. I've been challenged to be more obedient like Jeremiah. I found moments in my life when the Lord speaks and, and says this is, gives me that assurance that this is what I need to do. <laughs> I've had those moments in my life when I said, well, what about old so-and-so? They've got a whole lot better ability. Yes. I believe churches today, and I don't mean no harm by saying this, but are full of people that says, well, so-and-so can do it a lot better than me. When God says, I want you to do it. I want you to do it. <laughs> when he called me to preach, I said, boy, there's a whole lot more I can think of that do a lot better job than me. <laughs> but who does better job than the Lord? Amen. When he's the one that actually does amen. the preaching, amen. So I want to challenge us tonight. I've been challenged. I've been encouraged, amen, to know that what a blessing it is when we become completely obedient in moments when we don't even want to be, we just want to, you know, kind of bite the hand that feeds. That's human. That's human nature. But in reality, if we would just obey, there's a great blessing. Jeremiah was blessed. He had a lot of heartache. He had a lot of sorrows. He had a lot of moments of lamenting and weeping before the Lord, Brother Doug. But, but... His obedience, His obedience in the Lord, following leadership of the Lord, amen, took Him all the way. Took Him all the way. The Bible says it's by His mercies that we're not consumed all the day long. And in moments when, and I'm going to give this illustration, and I'm going to, Judy, go ahead and go play softly for us. In moments of my life, and I'm just going to get real with you for just a minute. In moments of my life when God speaks, and I've had them moments when I've been on a pew and God speaks that assurance to my heart that this is what you need to do. Yes. <laughs> and we go, oh yeah. No. No. Been there, brother. And then you've got the adversary, which is Satan, on this side. You've got God on one side, the adversary on one side, and he's saying, no, you don't want to do that. Oh, no. That's right. Because as soon as you do, it'll be a mess. As soon as you speak or you open your mouth for the Lord, it'll be a mess. It won't come out right. The people will reject you. The doors will be slammed in your face. People won't hearken. So what's the use? There's always that turmoil. But, even when the turmoil comes, when that tug of war fight between, and that you're in the middle, you're the rope, amen. Satan's here, God's here, and it's back and forth. Can I tell you what? The option 
of just being obedient. Just obeying to what God says. Our ways, all, all, and I mean all, of the effects of disobeying. Because with disobedience, there comes chastisement. With chastisement, there, there comes uh, sometimes a resentment. I'm going to say, I'm going to say there's been people I've known and the Lord's chastised them and they resented the Lord completely. Didn't understand that God was helping them. But you know what? Thank God for those today that are willing. <laughs> I like this tonight. Amen. It encourages me, Betty, that always being obedient, oh my goodness, at the benefits. Oh my goodness, at the help that the Lord will give us. Amen. When we say we can't, you're right. (laughs) We can't. But with Him, all things are possible. Let's stand our feet across the house tonight. As Betty sings this aversive song, maybe you have needs to come to the altar tonight and bow before thrice holy God. Maybe you want your obedience to be more like Jeremiah's. Maybe you want it to be more rock solid like Jeremiah's and to step out completely on faith and be obedient no matter what. No matter what the Lord speaks through you, just step out and be obedient. Amen. Maybe you want more of that like Jeremiah had. Tonight, if you have needs to come to this altar, would you come? As they begin to sing tonight, would you step out? We'll pray with you tonight. Would you come?